0: Ladies and gentlemen, here's In the Spotlight with Shirley Lin.
1: Welcome to In the Spotlight. I'm Shirley Lin. Harry Gore is the business development manager of the Ideal Venture Studio. The company works closely with startup founders. Last week, we got talking about ESG, Today, Harry begins by explaining what ESG is by giving examples.
0: It's all about measurements. Right. You need to measure how many carbon you saved, how many le- electricity you saved, uh, how many water uh, waste you save, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not just on the environmental side, you need to focus a lot on the social side, how many um, elderly you helped. Just for example, governance, uh, it really depends on, um, for example, um, diversity in your board. Uh-huh. Yeah, something like that. So uh, nowadays, corporate are facing this ESG trend. They need to provide a report, and they need to um, disclose their ESG performance, you know, yeah. especially for listed companies. Not just in Taiwan; it's a worldwide trend.
1: That sounds like a very difficult job. I mean, how do you exactly measure something, right? Yeah. But then, but it's important to know just how much you are really um, what helping the environment. Let's say.
0: Yeah, of course. Um I mean right now in, in Taiwan it's still it's still green, right? Uh, it's still pretty, pretty, pretty new. I'm thinking um the progress is good. Uh we're making great progress.
1: When you're talking about greenwashing. Yeah. In a good way or bad way?
0: Bad way. Bad way. It it means so it, yeah. It, it means you're just... doing something that is not actually making not an impact actually. to them. So yeah. I bet
1: that there is a company that actually checks on how much these corporations are doing the right way or the bad way or, you know, in other words, greenwashing.
0: All right. So a thing about, about ESG reports, right? Um, a couple of years ago, it's made by PR companies. But right now, uh, the mm-hmm. government, and it's a worldwide trend as well, um, the accounting firms are coming in. So okay. they're here to do all the auditing. Right? Uh. So you need to measure your impact. And the big four, they'll come in and check if it's true.
1: This is getting so complicated. Yeah. (laughs) But I can see why all these different disciplines need to come in. We're swerving away from what you're doing. I mean, so (laughs) then, yeah, what was after solar energy? Yeah. um, Solar assets.
0: So with all these experience, right, in startups and in ESG and fintech and cryptocurrency, um, we met a lot of people. We have a lot of connections that can actually help startup founders. And we fail so many times, it's, uh, it hurts. So we know uh, what startup founders are facing. So with all these experiences uh, combining with, um, with a group, oh um, well, yeah, we, um, we were hired from, from a group, it's called Hoshin Group. Um, it's a 70 year uh, group in Taiwan. Uh, so with the resource of the group and our experience, we can actually help startup founders to grow. Not just to grow, but also to avoid making mistakes, avoid taking huge risks, you know, because um, as a startup founder, you you walk down the road. Um, there's so many people telling you, hey, you should do this, you should do that. You should go to Philippines and go to Japan at the same time. It's a great market, but there's a huge risk behind. You cannot open seven markets at the same time, even if you, you have the ambition to, to to do so.
1: Yeah, that wouldn't be smart. Yeah. So, so this hmm. is where ideal venture studio came in
0: yeah um, we tried to provide the assistance to to all the founders out there um, especially for foreign founders um, we already got a full suite of uh, soft landing uh, for them legal CPA setting up a bank account etc It's a painy ass if you're <laughs> if, if you're not local Taiwanese yeah. yeah so we already have that ready and for local startups we can help them to go abroad and we focus more on Southeast Asia. Uh, Ideal Venture Studio, we're going to have our second location in Bangkok, uh, starting season two in twenty twenty three.
1: Here in Taiwan, though, gosh, you're expanding so fast. I mean, how long has Ideal, you know, uh, Venture Studio been in Taiwan? It started here A year ago, yeah, a year, <laughs> and you've already expanding to all these other Southeast Asian cities. Yeah, I can see why. Things are getting more complicated. As much as Taiwan is inviting people to invest in Taiwan, yeah. to you know, kind of like find you know these foreign talents into Taiwan, get them into Taiwan, but they're also making it more difficult for foreigners to start business here, for foreigners to actually get maybe the gold card, employment card, and all that kind of stuff, because it they they have to become more complicated, otherwise. Anybody and everybody would say, oh, they want to come to Taiwan. Yeah, so I mean, that's
0: something we're trying to do as well. To make things easier
1: for people yeah, when the they want to come and invest Taiwanese in Taiwan. Taiwanese
0: bureaucracy is creating huge burden for foreigners to come in, right?
1: I'm sure it's not just Taiwan, right? It's uh, <laughs> all the countries. But anyway, we're talking about Taiwan, right? Now. Yeah, yes.
0: it is creating a huge burden. Uh, for for example, uh, ARC. The um,
1: Alien Resident Certificate
0: Yes, for foreigners. Um, for Taiwanese um, people, the ID, there's a uh, English in, in front for for example mine mine is e and mm-hmm. following uh, with nine numbers I,
1: I never figured why my mindset started with a what does that mean oh
0: it means you're born in taipei city <laughs> yeah <laughs> mine's e means i'm born in kaohsiung i, uh, d- okay. I don't know how they assign uh, the uh, alphabets but uh, there it is uh, okay yeah uh, so one alphabet with uh, nine uh, numbers mm-hmm. behind but for foreigners uh, for arc at the start um, when they when they initially issue the arc it start with two letters Two alphabet uh-huh. letters and following with eight or nine uh, numbers, maybe some, eight, yeah, you know, something, some, something around that. But the thing is, um, the government or the banks in their data set, they can only accept one alphabet with nine numbers. What? It's <laughs> yeah, what, what, crazy. <laughs>
1: that that is that is crazy. I mean, they haven't updated their system to acknowledge. we're facing
0: we faced this problem just last year. Uh, thank God they changed the ARC now. Let's just yeah. say the
1: government is slow. Okay? Yeah, they it. they
0: change now. Good for them. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I see. Yeah, I so see. we
0: were trying to play around um, with all these things. Um, so we tried to help the farmers in Taiwan, especially our clients, to make things go smoother. Sure. So they don't have to go to uh, the bank branch uh, to speaking English with them trying to open up a bank account we try to do it for them I mean with them to assist trying to figure out um, how to deal with the government with them Um, as as a Taiwanese it's easier for me to understand the logic behind sure yeah so we need to be the bridge in in between yeah Yeah. it is a lot of work uh, it's a lot (laughs) of work a lot of learning yeah
1: all right you're listening to In the Spotlight with Shirley Lin I'm speaking with Harry Guo, who is the business development manager of the Ideal Venture Studio, which works closely with startup founders. Talk about your work at Ideal. Where are you at and where do you hope to go from here?
0: The reason we're having this, right, is uh, it's actually a great window for the group to make startup investments. Mm. You know, uh, at Ideal, we're looking at new stuff, uh, for example, ESG, for example, blockchain, Yeah, all, all the... Um, experience related with with my past and of course with my partner's past uh, fintech as well um edge cutting technologies we want to bring the group to make investments that can affect the next 20 to 30 years Mm. yeah it's a 70 year group we want to bring it to uh, 100 years yeah Yeah. all right now um in ideal we're pretty much packed but uh, a lot of uh, our community is focusing on esg yeah uh, we don't accept greenwashing uh, startups sure. uh, with our experience we can tell yeah yeah we have a huge community there uh, right now we're trying to expand to Thailand and Southeast Asia we believe Southeast Asia is the the next market for us for something like ideal the key is speed the fastest you can go you can expand to Thailand you can expand to Singapore uh, expand to Japan the more resource you get the, it's the easier it is to have a great community to have great startups to join you
1: how do you pick people? Or do you just accept anybody who wants to, you know, not only take up a space in ideal uh, studio, venture studio, Mm -hmm. but also, I mean, just anybody, We we become your clients? Okay, you talk to the founders? Yeah,
0: we want to make sure the founders are um, doing the right thing. They're really into their business. They're trying to make a living out of their startups. Because to be frank, there's you know, scammers everywhere. Right? There's yes. a, so all kinds of people. Sure. We, we want to work with those with great integrity, uh, putting the, their head into their work. Mm. Yeah, okay. and that trying is to important. have a long-term business. That yeah. is something quite different uh, from the uh, current uh, status of the industry because uh, money comes in slow uh-huh. uh, in our case. But um, we're okay with that because uh, we we're doing a long-term business, I would say.
1: So you're saying that most of your clients right now in Taiwan are in ESG. Any other fields? Any one particular? You don't have to say the name of the company, maybe the startup, but just you know something that has amazed you about what they're doing, and and you know that it's going to contribute a lot to society. Can you name? Can you talk about one? Oh maybe? yeah.
0: Um, I was I was talking about ESG just now, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I talked about uh, the measurements. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's a very new thing, so most companies have no clue about what to do with it. Mm. Yeah, most of them just learn start learning uh, this year, or I mean late later last year. Yeah, mm. end of twenty twenty three to start learning. Yeah, so um, yeah, there was this uh, there's this company uh in in our community. They're focusing a lot on the the measurement side. Yeah, they provide listed companies a software. And yeah, you know, a software solution uh, to manage their ESG performance. Yeah, you because know, right now the current status is most listed companies are still using Excel to track their ESG performance. Uh-huh. And for listed companies, they have so many, so many branch out there, right? And one in Taipei, one in Taichung, one in Bangkok, one in Vietnam. Yeah, you know, it's hard to track based on Excel. <laughs> So they provide this uh, software solution to all the listed companies out there, a way to track um, and measure and to understand the the current performance of their company, ESG-wise. I was saying that in ESG, people are moving into accountants, right? Accountants are start doing it. All right, another thing about ESG is there's so many disclosure standards out there, right? And right now, these disclosure standards are narrowing down to one disclosure standard, which is uh, guided by the, um, it's called I- IFRS,
1: uh-huh. yeah,
0: uh, the International Accounting uh, Standard. So it's being regulated right now. In order for your ESG report, ESG data to fit the regulation, this company can help That can help with that. So yeah, it's very edge cutting. It's, uh, it's, uh, there's a huge demand in one or two years. That's one company. The other company, I would say, um, focuses a lot on S side. They trying to help those um, home learning kids. Uh-huh. You know, a thing about home learning kids, right? Uh, they they're alone at home-schooling, home. Homeschooling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, homeschooling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they lack the resource um of social interaction. Social. Yeah. yeah. So um, they're creating this platform um, providing uh, a very front a front uh education. Mm-hmm. Yeah, such as uh social emotional learning etc. Yeah. Uh, make it a group class for uh, parents. To meet uh, teachers they like. Okay. Yeah, okay. it's a very specific field in education, but we do believe that it's the trend with homeschooling. Mm. Yeah, um, a lot more, and and especially um, foreigners coming in, they want to raise kids and at their own um, belief and in their own fashion. Mm. Um, so homeschooling, it is that tr- it's a huge trend and it's coming up and of course with experimental education it's also coming up um yeah they're providing a great platform for people to hop on uh, in an easier fashion
1: wow you know i'm seeing that you can learn so much on this job harry yes (laughs) yeah um because of you know the different clients of uh, their different backgrounds of their different aims and goals and what they need from you guys you know It's amazing. You get to learn so much and they cover different fields. You get to meet different people and you help them solve problems. You help them think of what to do. And that is amazing. It is a very fun job. I I would think, I don't know. Do you agree?
0: Yeah, I, I do agree. I mean, um, I'm, I'm, 20, I'm 27, 28 now. And you're
1: still so young. Yeah, you know, at so my age to be
0: able to meet so many people. <laughs> right. I, yeah, It's, it's awesome, and especially to learn uh, about so many different industries mm. and know-hows, talk to different peoples, foreigners, Taiwanese. Yeah, it's mind-blowing, I would say. Yeah. But uh, very hard work. I uh, have a lot to learn.
1: Thank you so much for you know, your ideas and um, just what ideal hopes to help people Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i think that's a very very great ambition to have and i think i'm sure you'll do great and Mm -hmm. that you you continue to meet great people and do great things (laughs) all right thank you so much harry thank you
0: thank you shirley